one of the best food scenes in the country, right here in Minnesota. And nobody knows it like magazine food critic and James Beard Award finalist Jason DeRussia. Now bringing you the most interesting people and hottest trends. Let's listen in as DeRussia eats. Top of the morning to you, or top of the afternoon to you, or I don't know. It's Jason DeRussia. Welcome to DeRussia Eats. Talk about the luck of the Irish. It is just about St. Patrick's Day when we record this podcast. Oh, but it's always St. Patrick's Day here in the U.S., isn't it? Irish. Something about the Irish that always captivates our attention. Maybe it's maybe it's the lush green landscape. Maybe it's that incredible accent. Maybe it's the Irish whiskey. Today in Russia Eats, we're going to be two founders of Irish whiskey brands. Kieran Folliard started as a pub owner in Minneapolis. He created a whiskey and ginger ale cocktail that just went crazy and then founded his own Irish whiskey. After Folliard sold that, he founded, well, in my opinion, it's an even better whiskey, Red Locks Irish Whiskey. And direct from Slane Castle in County Meath, Ireland, we talk with Alex Cunningham about the history of rock and roll at his family's estate and the future of his Irish whiskey brand, Slane. That's a partnership with American whiskey legend Brown Foreman. Irish whiskey, it's smooth, uh, easy drinking, uh, that can be enjoyed by the richest of the rich and uh, the working man and woman as well. We hope you enjoy this very lucky episode of Derusha Eats. It's always a good time to talk Irish whiskey, I think. We, we visited with uh, Alex Cunningham from Slain Irish Whiskey, who came over from Ireland. And now we visit with Kieran Folliard, uh, who is from here. But, but you still have the Irish accent after how many years of living here in Minnesota? I'll be here 36 years on um, April 16th. Wow. Did you when you came year. <laughs> when you came here 36 years ago did you think this would this that the, you would be here this long No I have to say no I did not anticipate that uh, but you know life takes over you know yeah. family work uh, schools uh, mortgages Dash businesses, I don't know, <laughs> life <laughs> Here Valliard is uh, the founder of Red Locks Irish Whiskey before that, you had a different whiskey brand that you started. Two Gingers Irish Whiskey. That's now owned by Beam, so Beam Centauri. That's uh, a great success to be able to build a brand and sell it off to a giant like Beam, right? Yeah. Very that's, good. Yeah, I had a great team that I worked with, and I have a great team now. I've got two young people from Ireland out there, Kathy O'Connor. She's up in Fortune Bay right now, so she is flogging the whiskey. <laughs> and uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Diver is uh, from Donegal. Uh, Kathy's from Dublin, and he's out in the market as well in the western suburbs here today working on uh, the St. Patrick's Day promotions. What, where in Ireland are you from originally? Uh, County Mayo, Ballyhonas. Ballyhonas. We town in the west of Ireland. And uh, many people know you from your days of, of running restaurants and bars here. Uh, the in pubs, Queens, yeah. The pubs. pubs. Kieran's the local. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of people over a lot of years, and I still run into a lot of people, so it's, it's fantastic. Do you and miss that? I get a lot of great support from Do you them. miss that business at all? 
Well, you know, I'm kind of still going in and out yeah. of bars and restaurants well, and true. liquor stores and whatnot. Yeah. I'm still around it. but In Minnesota, uh, you're not allowed uh, under the law to run a bar. Well, not just Minnesota. It's a, actually Most a federal, it's federal law. A federal they call law. it the three-tier system. If you make it, distribute it, sell it, you can't be doing two of the three. And so that's since prohibition. Got it. Yeah, there are people that can figure out ways to get around it, but why? You know, why bother? Right. I mean, we just move on and uh, work on what we're working on. I think Redlocks is a terrific Irish whiskey. It's Thank really you. beautiful. It's very smooth, but it also, to me, it, it's, it has more flavor than, than you expect mm-hmm. from an Irish whiskey. What was your goal when you, when you uh, went to develop this? Well, now, uh, in fairness, I have <laughs> one of the world's greatest distillers and blenders, Noel Sweeney. Noel has been in the business for over 30 years. He's back in Ireland. He's the most decorated distiller in Ireland. He also happens to come from County Mayo, and he is my partner in the business, and he's done an extraordinary job. It's like having a, a phenomenal chef putting a meal together. That's what Noel does. When you and Noel sat down to get started, yeah. did you talk about, I like this profile, I like yes. this producer? Like, how do, you, how do you even begin to develop that? Well, really talk about the market out there and uh, what segment of the market that you're going after. And we're going after a broad market. Uh, but we are going after also a sophisticated market uh, in the sense of we want the product to really be appreciated uh, by people, to be valued by people. We want people to do taste tests Hmm. against other really quality uh, uh, whiskeys that are out there, and we want them to discover it from themselves. What is it about this whiskey? 15% is aged in virgin oak, like bourbon. Very unusual for Irish whiskey. And, and that then, gives more color, more flavor? Uh, and then you, but you, then you have to you bring in the, like the orchestra. You bring in the sherry cask finish. And then we have a rye uh, uh, cask finish in mm-hmm. there as well. What is each different finish? What is sherry? Well, the rye will give, you, uh, will give you a little bit more of that edge to it, a little bit of the, the heat to it. A little uh, spicy, your, little yes, uh, okay. your sherry. Very cask finish. It'll give you a nice velvety uh, feel to it, mouth feel to it. Nice. It's called Red Locks, and your goal was to produce something that would be uh, sort of, you know, you have different types of whiskey for different occasions, but this was really designed to be mass appeal for people just to... Uh, well, it was designed to appeal to a broad market mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that we wanted to be a whiskey that people could say, I can have a bottle of this at home and I can sip the whiskey, but, you know, it's fabulous in a cocktail as well, but I want it to be a, a, a sipping whiskey. Yeah. We're in high-end places, you know, where, you are, the, yeah. where they're official uh, old-fashioned at Manny's Steakhouse, but we're in great dive bars, you know, Palmer's and Dusty's and, uh, and, and Grumpy's, and then everything in between, all the Irish pubs, my old pubs, and, uh, and our competitors uh, from the old days, yeah. uh, pubs as well, you know, the O'Donovan's and Dublin are in those pubs. Is there something about the Irish that makes, <laughs> because you, the way you say with pride that you're in a high-end space, but you're also in a dive bar, which I love that. I love that idea of being something that is uh, uh, high enough quality that on the high end you can enjoy. 
but also it's meant for the working person, for for the average person. Yeah. Well, I think that has a lot to do with, re- well, one, where I came from, but two, also being involved in the pub business, pub, mm. public house, yeah. the egalitarian gathering spot, the place where it didn't matter who you are, what you have, you can go in there and you should be accepted and have a great time. It is the, the people piece. So it's not really about, oh, this is a brand uh, that you says something about me. No, it should really be a brand and a product that mm. you just love uh, to have because it's fantastic. Kieran Folliard is our guest. We're talking about Redlocks Irish whiskey. Why didn't you call it Kieran's Irish whiskey? <laughs> Did you consider uh, that? that? Enough. <laughs> my, my, my great old friend, uh, Neil Justin from the Star Tribune, years ago, <laughs> we were chatting and I said he, we were talking about our personalities and uh, I said, uh, you know, I'm actually an introvert at heart, which I actually am. <laughs> and he said, you're an introvert. You named a bloody pub after yourself. <laughs> so I Thought, that's where it needs that's, to stop. That's enough. That's <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah. Your your uh, whiskey was named one of the gold award winners at the World Whiskey Awards. The World Whiskey Awards were uh, it'll be three week, uh, four weeks ago on this Friday, uh, or this uh, sorry, four weeks ago today in mm-hmm. London, and. To be quite honest with you, we forgot about it. I'm not joking. And on uh, Friday morning, woke up and we had gotten the notice that not alone had we won the uh, gold uh, medal, but we also had won the category of Irish whiskey for 12 years and younger. And yours is aged four, it's four to six year four old. Four to six years. Mm-hmm. But to win that category is something. Yes. So we go on now and we'll be mm-hmm. representing uh, against other countries at, uh, in London again at the World Whiskey Awards on uh, March 30th. Mm-hmm. Is there advantage or disadvantage to being a guy in Minnesota who is developing an Irish whiskey? Or do you get away with it because of the accent? (laughs) I keep working every morning. But you know the American audience, too, which I I wonder if that's an advantage when you're creating. Yeah. Well, I think it's certainly an advantage here in Minnesota because I've been involved in a lot of things here. You you know know, everyone. I know a lot of people, for sure, over all of the years. And uh, I would say uh, it – if, if you know, if I didn't have Noel Sweeney back at home in Ireland, it might be a bit of a disadvantage because there is great, obviously, um, uh, validation and credibility to having Ireland's premier uh, distiller blender sure. back at home as your partner. Well, otherwise, the risk is you sort of become like one of these celebrity tequila endorsers, right? Where people look <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "All right, what yeah. do you really know about <laughs> about tequila, yeah. Hollywood yeah. actress? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. minor celebrity, minor celebrity, and you're yeah." In your case, (laughs) well, far be it for me to decide who's a minor celebrity or not. I always say I'm a small C celebrity, not a big C. I would say no, just, uh, you know, I look at it as being, uh, yep. Uh, just, I mean, it's a great place to live, obviously, here in Minnesota. I yeah. wouldn't have stayed for 36 years uh, if, if, if I didn't. And obviously, we get huge support across the board, you know. Uh, it's incredible. Like, you know, I was uh, chatting with uh, Billy Sushi last night. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a character and a phenomenal uh, restaurant and so forth, you know. And it's the only Irish whiskey that he's got in his establishment. Yeah. And so, you know, there are things like that when you get this sort of support all my old pubs, all the other Irish pubs, they all support us, you know. And then there's, you know, all the bars, restaurants that are out there on the continuum. I was talking with Katie up at uh, Cascade Lodge today 
and I'm going to see her actually on Friday. We're going to have lunch at Bluefin Bay up nice. there. And she's a phenomenal supporter. And so, the, but their personal, their relationships built over the yeah. years. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yes. The holiest of all high holidays, <laughs> I remind people. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, there is some highness that happens on St. Patrick's I'm Day. I'm sure he's sure, turning yeah. in his grave seeing right. what we've done to Not his Not quite day. what he intended. Are, do you enjoy it? Are you glad? Ah, yeah, I do. I mean, it's a great opportunity. So, uh, Kathy, Jerry, myself, uh, Greg, who's our president, uh, CFO, uh, Jenny in the office with us as well, our, our backbone, all the different people. So, we'll be going around to accounts from 7 a.m. in the morning until probably, well, uh, Kathy and Jerry might make it out until 2 a.m. I'll probably make it to midnight. Right. <laughs> and we're going to go visit probably, uh, oh, I would say between Thursday and Friday, we will visit 50 accounts in the Twin wow. Cities. Literally 50 accounts. You have and to hustle. To thank them. You have to say Just thank to you. to say thanks. And you have yeah, to hustle, to say thanks. Right? Show them that we have gratitude and appreciation for the great support that they give us. Yeah. You know, we'll be down in, you know, places like Savage and uh, Shakopee with O'Brien's and yeah. uh, McHugh's oh, and all place. of these yeah. places. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Perfect. Out of McCormick's Wayzata, you know, Ball and Rain over on the all far right, side. All right, all right, all yeah. right. You've mentioned all of them now. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> I admire the. I admire it, but I also have well, to stop it. But it is actually it. also how I feel. It is how I feel. Because we are greatly appreciative. Uh, I love having you on. I love talking to you and so glad for your success. Happy St. Patrick's all relative, Day. But thank you. I really appreciate it, Jason. Really good. You've always been a great, uh, a great supporter over the years, so thank you. All right. Just mention me when you're on somebody else's radio show. I will, yes, but I'm at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Here at Volume Red Locks, go have yourself a nice pour of it to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. DeRussia Eats continues. Here's your host, Jason DeRussia. It is time for DeRussia Eats, as we do every Thursday at 4 o'clock. And today I want to get you in the spirit for St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day coming on March 17th. You think about green beer and Irish whiskey. And in town right now is just a fascinating guy who founded an Irish whiskey brand. And he's got a great Irish brogue. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Derusha Eats brought to you by Liquor Boy. Our guest is Alex Cunningham from Slain Irish Whiskey. Alex Cunningham. Alex Cunningham. We'll try to say it right. <laughs> Alex Cunningham. Alex, you say your last name. It sounds better from you with the with It's the pronounced bird. Cunningham. It's just got a quirky Y in there just to be difficult. We are so glad to have <laughs> you with us. You are the uh, founder of Slain Irish Whiskey here in the States. Uh, timed for St. Patrick's Day month, I assume? Yes, we're cranking up now, getting ready for that kind of big push and excitement that happens around Irish whiskey and our, our kind of national day. We're very lucky as a little country in the corner of Europe to have a day that's celebrated around the world. It is. Uh, certainly Americans did our part in kind of propelling that day, and Irish whiskey is always a part of it. What What made you want to launch an Irish whiskey brand? So it came out of, so Slane is actually the village where I'm from in Ireland. It's, uh, it's just a little bit north of Dublin in County Meath. And our family home is a, plane called, a place called Slane Castle. And uh, I'm excited to be here in Minneapolis because it's a great home for music. And that's kind of where we came from. So my dad, Henry, started doing gigs during the Troubles uh, in 1981, the first Slane concert. Mm. Then Lizzie headlined. You two were just starting out. They were the opening act. 
and about 20,000 people poured into our front garden uh, at Slane Castle, and that started us on a journey of over 40 years now of, of having some of the greats play there. And we got into music because, uh, you know, whiskey and music go well together, and we wanted to have uh, something to be able to offer the punters when they arrived. Right. Uh, but we're also a farming family, and we grow our own barley, uh, so it was a nice way to be able to add value to that on the property and then send Slain Irish Whiskey out around the world, which is what we do now. Is there is there a creativity link, you think, that draws... I mean, we know why musicians are drawn to whiskey. I mean, but yes, but but for you as a as a creator, as a farming family, is what is it that draws you to to the musicians? Uh, I think, besides the coolness, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I grew up. You know, was lucky enough to grow up and and see some great acts. I suppose you know, whiskey and music for me are two forces that kind of bring people together. And Slane's a whiskey that's designed to be uh, precisely that. I call it good session whiskey. Which means when you crack open the bottle, hopefully it doesn't last too long because right. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's good and full flavored, and you can mix it any way you want to. And we try and deliver that full flavor at an affordable price. And if you do that, you've got a session whiskey on your hands. And then in terms of parallels with music, you know, blending whiskey is all about trying to get the notes right, and you know, a, a laying down a track is the same thing. It's about balancing the different notes to to deliver a good harmony, mm. a good tune, or a good blend. I like that because when you taste whiskey, and I think some people, when, when you talk to uh, people who enjoy spirits of, of any kind, in Minnesota there are people who, when you mention whiskey, will be like, ooh, I'm not a whiskey drinker. And you think, well, there's a broad variety of whiskey <laughs> flavors, right? Some are going to punch you in the face. Some Absolutely. are more subtle. Uh, uh, I, th- I think Irish is probably generally very easy drinking and accessible. So like someone starting out on their whiskey journey, it's a good place to start. And I think that's why Irish is growing so fast, not just because of the affiliation with with all things Irish, and particularly in this month of March, but actually it's just a really easy way to to, to drink whiskey. And, and we wanted to deliver on that, but we wanted to deliver plenty of bang for your buck. So, so it is full flavored, and that's what the triple casking process does that we use for, for the maturation. Uh, Alex Cunningham is our guest from Slane Irish Whiskey, visiting the Twin Cities in Minnesota as you're uh, visiting some some bars and some uh, vendors as well, some of your uh, retailers, I imagine. Yeah, I might, might be drinking a whiskey or two along the way as well. <laughs> you brought a bottle. Why don't we crack it open? Absolutely. So, yeah, this is our... Uh... It's going to make the rest of this interview much better. Ah, it always does, yeah. <laughs> so this is... Um... This is a triple cast Irish whiskey blend. So we use malt and grain whiskies. There you go, Jason. Thank you. And uh, and we um, mature it separately and at the same time in three different casks. And two of those casks actually come from this country. So one comes from uh, Kentucky. It's a brand new virgin oak barrel, which is actually how you make American whiskey generally. So a little unusual to use it for Irish because really? you get flavor from that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so the American whiskey rules, you have to use new wood. We don't in Ireland. But we decided uh, we wanted to use it for this one because we're tied to Brand Foreman, who make barrels. Uh, so we were able to avail of that. And this really heavy toast gives like a big mm. head of vanilla yeah. on the nose. And then the second barrel is also from this country. And um, we take that from Tennessee. It's actually an ex-Jack Daniels barrel. Huh. Uh, so, are you really Irish whiskey at this point? We're well, it's I a mean, very, it's a very good point because if we had used three American barrels, maybe we would have leaned a little too. You'd over. be out, yeah. We'd be out. So, so that Jack Daniel's barrel, what that does is it deepens the sweet note. So, 
you're going to get vanilla and kind of lovely brown sugar notes on the nose, a nice soft texture because a Jack Daniels barrel is very heavily charred and that helps to mellow and soften out the whiskey and kind of leaves a nice mouth feel. And you're going to get brown sugar notes, which if you're making drinks like Irish coffees or old fashions, mm-hmm. the, the sweet notes are already there. And then we didn't go for an American one for the last one because <laughs> we wanted to uh, we wanted to balance that one out. So that's actually a direct influence from my grandpa. And he loved his Irish whiskeys that had a sherry cask influence. And that's what we ah, use for yeah. the third one. And that kind of pulls it away and you're know, introducing grape notes. So you cross grape from the sherry with grain from the whiskey and you get lovely kind of dried fruit notes going on and a little bit of spice on the finish. So hopefully, as I said, an easy drinking, good session Irish whiskey. Cheers. It's beautiful. Slauncha. Slauncha, indeed. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. It is, compared to some Irish whiskeys, I would say it has it has a, a bolder flavor, but it's ext- yeah. incredibly smooth. Yeah, well, thank, thanks for saying that. That's exactly what we were trying to do is is deliver a little bit ma- more. You can tell even about. in the color. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Now, you're going to get color from new wood. All of the color in whiskey comes from the wood. Right. So if you use a brand new oak barrel, which is our first one, that's going to give you color. And then an Oloroso sherry cast will deepen the, the color notes as well. So that, that accounts for the kind of color of the whiskey. But, yeah, it's about hopefully plenty of good flavor, and you can drink it any way you want to. That's what we wanted to do with Slane. Alex Cunningham is our guest. He is the founder of Slane Irish Whiskey, along with your family. You did it with your when you launched it. It was with your family, right? Absolutely, yeah. No, I did it with my dad and my stepmom was involved, so very much a family kind of project. And uh, Do you all still work together? Yeah, we do. Yeah, dad is still very much involved. Uh, I'm kind of, I guess, traveling on the road, trying to tell the stories and, and, and explain how the brand was put together. So I'm on the road quite a lot. But I live in, in Slane in, in the castle with uh, with my wife and kids. And we're, we're still trying to do the gigs. We've got Harry Styles coming in June next year. So that's going to be a good show. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, you know, we run the farm, we grow the barley, and we do lots of other things on the estate, including even glamping and, and all kinds of things. So it's it's a busy business, but it's a lot of fun. Do you get, uh, when you look back at your life and think of some of the different acts that you saw at the castle, 40 years of music, right? Yep. Um, what what are some that stand out to you? So I think the first time I really appreciated the proper power of live music. So it was probably one of the biggest shows we did. It was uh, Queen with, with Freddie Mercury. Uh, they reckon it was about 100,000 people in, in the front garden. And I remember Freddie came off stage for a while uh, to do whatever Freddie does. And Brian May <laughs> was... Uh, was playing this amazing solo and he had the he had the whole crowd in the palm of his hand and there's that lovely energy when the crowd is about to applause but they haven't just yet and in that precise moment Freddie comes back on stage and just lets rip with this amazing note and 100,000 people went crazy including me uh, as a kind of 9 or 10 year old and that's when I realized just how powerful live music is so that that was probably one of my early standout memories from wow. Slane wow what a unique experience, right? And what a crazy upbringing you had to have. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little wild, all right. Uh, <laughs> Dad, Dad was a bit of a maverick, but like him putting on that first show during, you know, during the troubles, ultimately saved the property. I wouldn't be sitting here if he hadn't taken the decision to uh, to open the gates. And he always saw his music as being a kind of a unifying force to bring people together. And and he proved the kiddicks wrong, and and the rest is history. Do you think and Alex Cunningham is our guest, and as as we sit here with this bottle of a slain Irish whiskey, do you think that 
much like music brought people together, certainly in Ireland, you know, you think starting in 1981 in these big concerts yeah. right right at the castle, does spirits, does Irish whiskey, I mean, this month especially, we think about it, it does a similar thing. It does, yeah. I mean, whiskey, in, in my mind, you know, uh, whiskey is for sharing. And bringing people together, and you know, and, do you and think we've gotten them. too nerdy about it? I mean, the certainly you see it in Irish whiskey here in America. Yeah. You see it with bourbon, where people be, become so obsessed with getting kind of the the unachievable. I wonder if it takes some of the fun away of, of having this be something that really is about sharing with friends. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Look, uh, It's not like, a flex. It no, shouldn't no, no. be such a flex. Yeah, like, oh, look true. what I have that you don't. I'm quite happy to geek out myself, you know. Well, on, I like to on, also. On, on, right. on occasion, right? right but right. but this is an everyday drinking yeah. whiskey. Like Slane, you know, we have three copper pot stills. Uh, we, we have column stills. So we're making higher-end whiskeys that are just not ready yet. So... The geeky stuff and the kind of higher-end stuff, sure, that's coming from Slane, but we're a young distillery. But this is our everyday drink and blend. This is not designed to be pretentious or complicated. It's designed to be accessible, and it's for sharing and drinking any way you want to. So I think getting serious around this doesn't really make sense. Whiskey's also supposed to be fun, you know. You've got to have the crack. So um, so sharing a bottle of Slane around, you know, with, with mates, that's, that's, that's the way to enjoy it. Yeah. A good lesson for this month and for all year, really. It's about finding ways to come together with friends and, and celebrate and enjoy. Yeah, sharing drinks and sharing stories. I mean, that's, uh, that's so one of the joys. Do of the that. Irish really like like St. Patrick's Day or do you get annoyed oh, yeah. at, at the perception? Ah, no, like, like we have a lovely – The drunk le- Irishman, the, <laughs> the leprechaun. No, no, no. I mean, look, there's a bit of the so-called, as you say, the paddy whackery, right? Right, right. That's there, but uh, – like we have a lovely parade in Slane Village. There's a big parade and celebration in Dublin itself. So we celebrate. We the Irish definitely celebrate it. Uh, it was, I guess, ramped up if you like uh, in in the states. But I think everybody enjoys the conviviality of the day, you know. And that's really that's an important spirit of the Irish is 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 coming together uh, as as friends and family and having a good time. Do the Irish really have soda bread? Yes. Do you do you have corned beef? I love or, it. or do we make do, <laughs> do we make this up? The corned beef sandwich. Yeah, co- corned beef is maybe a little less common. I'll be honest, but we definitely eat lots of soda bread. <laughs> lots of soda bread. Very good. All right. Well, people can find Slain Irish whiskey all over the place. It's at all all of your uh, favorite liquor stores and lots of bars and restaurants too. Serving up cocktails. What's your favorite cocktail to make with Irish whiskey? Totally depends on the occasion. You yeah. know. Um, I lo- you said I Irish coffee, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, like it's got to be you know good Irish coffee. Yeah. You can't beat it. It's one of the, one of the great cocktails of the world. Um, if I'm drinking it on a kind of regular session, I'll actually just drink it on on the rocks, mm-hmm. kind of straight up. But uh, I love my classic three ingredient cocktails, so like a Tipperary or a Boulevardier or even a Manhattan, because they're all full flavored, and and I like my boozy cocktails. So yeah. Slane works pretty well on all of those. Nice, excellent. Alex Cunningham's Slane Irish whiskey. So glad to have you with us. Thanks for coming in. Thanks a million. Thanks so much for listening to the DeRussia Eats podcast. On WCCO Radio, 830 AM, we do conversations with chefs, with farmers, with small business people every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. The podcast is available every week. If you enjoyed what you heard, I would love for you to leave us a review. Give us however many stars you can. I don't know, 10, 20 stars would be nice, five stars, and leave your feedback as well. 
It really helps us grow and helps support covering the food community here at WCCO Radio and in the DeRussia Eats podcast. If you'd like to email me with an idea or a question about the restaurant scene, you can email Jason at Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Jason at Odyssey dot com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the DeRussia Eats podcast. Thanks for listening to DeRussia Eats. Dan Cook is our producer. Jason DeRussia is your host. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. DeRussia Eats is a production of Odyssey.